Hello again, everybody. This is Chet Waterhouse. This is about the volume at which he talks, which gets extraordinarily obnoxious. Hello again, everybody. It's time for the Chet Waterhouse and the Psycho Killer Sports Podcast. Brought to you by Burlap Skimpy Lingerie. The less there is, the less it itches. For her lap, try Burlap. Adam Spiegelman with me today. And, of course, the Psycho Killer, as you know, Adam, not in studio today. Yeah, no, no psycho killers. No, I think I saw him though. He got caught up in that whole uh, Santa Monica mountain lion thing down downtown Santa Monica. Yeah, a mountain lion got loose, and uh, and a psycho killer was at the dentist. Yeah, and he just got caught in the uh, dental um, offices and uh, could not get out. But I see a live coverage from a helicopter, Channel Ten. Right now, it's up on the screen. Right now, we yes, have live Channel coverage. Ten from the Continental Television Network. It's the CT. So we're going to be keeping tabs on Psycho Killer on the CT. Speaking of the CT, tonight on the Continental Television Network, Adam, you're going to love this. This is one of your favorites. The two-hour season premiere of Precinct 55. Jody falls for an ice cream vendor who might just be a hitman for the mob. And on a very special Delbert, of course, that's everybody's favorite Delbert, Ginny goes home. It's all here tonight on the CT, along with whatever the hell happens to the psycho killer and the mountain lion down in Santa Monica. Man, oh man, oh man, I don't believe it. We've got a full slate of sports to cover. Adam Spiegelman, and I know you're deep, deep, deep into it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for it. I don't know how I ended up here, i got to be honest. I, well, uh, for, I don't either, because, you know, at first they told me it was a podcast, and I thought to myself, you know, uh, I don't know what the kids are doing, but I'm not going to touch any of that. But then it was explained to me that it's a pod, some sort of pod. It goes out uh, in a pod, of an electronic pod. It's sent two places in the pod, and then people unzip the pod and they listen to it or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, NBA, NHL, playoffs galore. Of course, then we got America's pastime. Uh, no, not putting a Chevy up on blocks in your front yard. Baseball. <laughs> it's going to be a ton of fun. Then, of course, the NFL draft. We're going to go over that because, man, oh, man, you cannot dissect that one enough. And, of course, the Olympics coming up in London, England. So uh, plenty Plenty to talk about. Let's start with the NBA playoffs. The tension thicker than patchouli oil at a feminist bookstore. But not here in Los Angeles. Our Lakers gone. Our Clippers gone. My goodness. Clippers got swept for zip, Adam. The Clippers. Yeah, yeah, the Clippers. You know them. Basketball team. Oh, they're the basketball team. Yeah, this L.A. L.A. has two teams. They have two teams. The Clippers and the Lakers. The Lakers. Lakers originally moved from Minneapolis in, I believe, 1959 out to Los Angeles. Sure. Hence the name Lakers, which makes sense in Minneapolis because that is the land of 10,000 lakes. I don't know if you've uh, ever taken a bike ride looking for a lake here in Los Angeles, but you will die (laughs) before you find a lake. They do have a man-made river. Uh, You can go down with the right bait. You can catch yourself a shopping cart. Clippers... Clippers series over than Sunday Mass in Las Vegas. Just so quick. Bang, gone, done. Four uh, four games over. And the Lakers, uh, not much better. You know, the Clippers, I don't even know. It was over so fast, Adam. I don't actually recall uh, who they were playing. I believe it was San, Anto- San Antonio. That's it. I just saw a, uh, a promo for a 
ESPN, and they flashed it. Yes, uh, Clippers lost to San Antonio. A lot of old players on San Antonio. You keep up at all? No, very old. Very old. Yeah. Uh, Tim Duncan's about 53. Tony Parker's 49. They what? look like, you know, they're very experienced and good, but they look like uh, – Character actors. That's how old they are. You're looking at them. You're walking. You're seeing a guy dribble and drive to the basket, and you're thinking, hey, I'm pretty sure I saw him on Chicago Hope. <laughs> I think three of those guys were on the Minnesota Lakers. I, I believe you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the Minneapolis Lakers. Uh, hey, uh, the, the NBA portion of the broadcast brought to you by, gosh darn it, the most frustrating board game in the world. So, uh, so, But this Chris Paul kid. Watch for the Clippers next year. They get him a couple of little bit of help. They got uh, they got the Griffin guy and they got uh, Chris Paul, and uh, they're going to be tough. They're going to be very very tough. This kid, uh, Chris Paul, I'm telling you, when they were passing out guts, he got back in line for second helpings. The Lakers, <laughs> on the other hand, remind me of kind of the, you know the Lakers remind me of right now a Denny's menu. They look good on paper, but you get there not so much. Not really very good at all. But, you know, they got the Kobe Bryant fella. He's very good, but I'm just not sure. They've got nobody around him. They got this Andrew Bynum kid. I don't know if you've kept up on him. Very wide shoulders. Yeah, he's built about this. It looks like the who is the kid who had the big song with the big suit. Uh, went, uh, kids went wild for it. About David Byrne. Oh, it's like the David Byrne. Yeah, David Wildman Byrne. Uh-huh. Had the wild shoulder pads way out to here. Same as it ever was, that thing. Yeah, I haven't seen shoulders that big uh, until Andrew Bynum. Uh, although he doesn't have the rhythm, uh, oddly enough, for a black guy that even David Byrne had. So the Lakers are in some trouble. <laughs> big, big trouble. And uh, they lost to a team from Oklahoma City. Uh, Oklahoma, the Thunder of Oklahoma City with a lot of young players. No, any, could you name somebody if you had to? Could you name somebody from the Oklahoma City Thunder? No, I didn't even know they had a team. Yeah, pretty crazy. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of people in Oklahoma do not know they have a team in Oklahoma because cable uh, is just getting there. Uh, I think they've got <laughs> Norman wired and they've got Oklahoma City wired. Tulsa, not yet. Tulsa no. still still dealing with three networks. <laughs> yeah, that's where that's they how they get their Fox. sports. But uh, man, I'm telling you, young team, good team. Yeah, Kevin Durant. A tough kid, uh, you know, like a waitress with a bad memory. They just keep coming at you, this team. This ball club is something else. Then over in the East, look out. The playoffs in the East, the Celtics taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. That's an old-fashioned Donnybrook. A brouhaha. They went pell-mell on each other the other night. Man, oh, man. Fisticuffs the entire nine yards. But, man, the Celtics are older than my can of Barbasol. And I shave every day, ladies and gentlemen. Do not be fooled. Hey, that plug for Barbersaw brought to you by Forks, the superior Western eating utensil that drives the Japanese out of their minds. I think the Celts are going to do it. I like the way Kevin Garnett is playing. Uh, you know, they got the veterans. They still got Ray Allen. They got this kid, Rajon Rondo. Uh, they're, I think they're going to muscle it out. I think they're using age as a smokescreen, as a... As a, as a a puff of smoke out in front of them to get people thinking they're old. Sure. Then zoom, bang, bang, they're around you. They're around. It's like a cocoon. Yeah, yeah, they weave a cocoon of sleepiness around you. <laughs> and boom, you look up, we're down eight points. Game's over. Unbelievable. They're tricky. And then the Pacers, who would have thought the Indiana Pacers would be uh, viable in these playoffs? Unbelievable. I don't I, I cannot, I'm a sports fan. I cannot name you uh, a player on the Indiana Pacers. 
Uh, Larry Bird would be the last guy. <laughs> He's actually the general manager of the Pacers, so he designed the ball club just like he plays. Slow, good passers, good shooters, don't know their names. A mystery team, they come at you, and they're in Indiana. So, you know, nobody cares about celebrity in Indiana, so you don't have to have a name. You can still get an automobile endorsement or something like that. Hey, I saw a guy out there the other day uh, for uh, yo-yo tires. If you get stuck, just pull the string. Yo! It's a yo-yo. <laughs> and those kinds of endorsements come to those guys in bushelfuls. Uh, I could not believe, I, could, I, I would not have predicted that the Indiana Pacers would be competitive in these playoffs, and yet... You know who did predict it? Nostradamus. Really? Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, he said the Pacers. Pacers in seven. <laughs> he did? Yeah. Uh, well, and, you know, it's they're tied 2-2, so it could probably go seven games. He's been right before. He About has a, been right before. Yeah. You know, young kid with a dream. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> you know, the, you know the, those guys who stick to the one thing they're good at, they find a thing, Adam, yeah. that they have an affinity for. You know, much like this. Sure. Like, I started sports casting at the age of 13. Yeah. Uh, back when nobody was doing it, I was calling NHL games. Not for any broadcast uh, outlet. It was just for the newspapers. I would just be on the phone with a newspaper reporter, you know, so that those guys in Chicago didn't have to go to Detroit. Or right. didn't have to travel up to Canada because, you know, nobody wanted to do that. So I would just call the game for them live on the, on the phone. And uh, so I got a lot of experience. But, you know, I just found my niche at an early age. And, uh, and you know, uh, I've, I, I've had a great career. I can't complain about any of it. A little bit of a lull now. A lot of my commercial endorsements keeping me afloat. I did do the International Jenga tournament not too long ago. Right, right. Simulcast. What? Three different cities. I, I'm telling have you seen Jenga? No, I haven't seen the what was the championship like? I couldn't imagine. It's unbelievable. There's so many elements to the Jenga championship. First of all, there's a fire pit. Uh, what? Yeah, and the you game know, is hard enough. Yeah, well, Jenga's and the little chips in the Jenga chip. Sure, they're wood. Yeah, they're in a fire pit, wow. and and it's wood. So you know they they upped the ante on that game. Uh, yeah. it's it's not the innocent little kids game that you may remember from the crappy television commercials. I'm telling you, there's people from all over the world. It was uh, it was Bangkok. Uh, let me see. Bangkok, uh, Sturgis, and Dallas were the three places that apparently are the hotbeds for Jenga. And I simulcast the whole thing. I called the whole thing. Oh, you did? You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, there was the fire pit. Uh, there was the Grease Jenga Tower. That's hard. That is hard. you, you got to be fat. Yeah, you can still only use one hand. Really? One hand, yeah. They will literally tie a hand behind your back. And you're on, and there's a potential of fire, and you only have one hand. Yeah, and now grease. Throw grease into it. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen a grease fire? You, you worked at a fast food restaurant? It's terrible. You know, there was the Jenga tournament over where the forum used to be. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Over by the racetrack? But yeah, over when they used to have the forum? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the Western Forum, the Great Western Forum. No longer. No longer? One tournament. Ooh, brother, I thought I had a gig there. I, yeah. Yeah, I honestly kind of thought that I, was, uh, that I was calling an event there. Out in the parking lot, they do the. Have you heard of the, well, the parking uh, lots there? Well, the parking lots. Oh, good. Then the yeah, event's yeah. still on. What it, is it? It's, what's going on? It's the uh, it's the forklift derby. Oh, over much the like the demolition derby. Yeah, you're uh, both New Yorkers, right? Sure. Our, our engineer here, Zach, my stat man, Zach, and of course my guest Adam Spiegelman. Uh, you remember that from Islip, New York? You guys don't sure. remember that? Yeah, the Sunday, demolition Sunday, derby. Sunday. They are doing that with forklifts. What? It's brilliant. This is yeah. my third year calling it. It's and this year, it's the forklift derby 3D. 
Unbelievable. You yeah. wear the glasses, there yeah. is nothing. I'm telling you, Adam Spiegelman, nothing like seeing a pair of fork tongs on a forklift truck coming right at you. Right. Man, it looks like it's right in your, in your eyeballs. Well, how much do the glasses and, cost? And although, you know, the forklift is probably only about, you know, four or five feet away, but sure. it feels like sure. it's right on top of you. Right, right in front of you. Oh, the kids That's, love it. Oh, yeah. Are you bringing your kids? Do you have kids? I don't have kids. No, no. I'm uh, twice divorced, and my first wife attempted to shoot me uh, three times. Uh, missed twice, got me in the shoulder once, but I still finished the event. I was called in the International Speed Fishing Championships, which is a combination of speed uh, skating and ice fishing. Won by Norway 10 of the 11 times they've held the event. Japan snuck in there in 2007, I believe. Uh, amazing. The lap, it's, it's a combination of the uh, elapsed lap time and, ha- and the, the poundage of fish that you catch. So Norway, uh, you know, they know how to catch, uh, they know how to catch walleye. A lot of a lot of northern pike. You know they're very good at at the boreal forest level of fish. Yeah. yeah. So they pulled out. They were hauling them out, man. They were just hauling them out. They had fifty two pounds of fish and sixty three point one seconds elapsed lap time. Wow. So they creamed the competition most every year, uh, which it, it was sponsored this year by Farmer Dell's ass cream for the shiniest <laughs> mule in town. <laughs> Try Farmer Dell's. So so you're being shot at while this event is going on. Uh, well, she yeah, she uh, somehow got her hands on a pair of uh, cross-country skis. And, you know, let's be honest, uh, some of these lower events that are very exciting, that are just catching on, uh, you know, they're being simulcast and what do they call them, dribbled or Googled or whatever across the Internet. Uh-huh. They're going to gain in popularity. Uh, but right now, not that popular. So the security, very lax. And she skied right in, and I didn't recognize her, you know. Of course, nobody else knows her. Uh, they just thought there's some wild stripper or something on a couple of skis. Yeah. And boom, she pulls out. It was almost like a biathlon. She just whipped that gun around. And bang, uh, winged me in the shoulder. That was a good shot. Yeah, very good shot. Yeah, because it was about 40 yards away. Yeah, yeah. Because I was across a lake at the time. You know, I, you, have to, you have to be up close on the, the speed fishing. So, you know, because they don't really have, they don't have the technology of any sort of electronic eye. So they really trust me to call the, to call the lap winners. So, you know, they're coming around. It's like a bike race. Boom, boom, boom. I'm just calling them. Hey, right. there's Japan. There's Norway. There's the United States. They're three laps down. You know, that kind of thing. Are you calling? Are you, are you Canada like, boy has boycotted eight of the years. That's why they're not in. The they're not in it. No. They're still holding a grudge. Yeah. They're, st- they're still holding a grudge over the way the ice was cut. Really? And where uh, the event was held. Where was it held? Cheddar Falls, Wisconsin. Really? And they, yeah. There's a beat they, between they Canada? they felt Thunder Bay. Uh, should have been the, the home. Home. They tried. They built a permanent home for it. They did. It's tax dollars. You know how they're doing it with stadiums now. Right, you know right. all these big things, and they're they're trying to get the, the team to stay in Minneapolis, Minnesota. They got to build them a, a stadium. They're trying to get an NFL team here in Los Angeles. They're trying to build them a stadium. They're going to pick your pocket. They're going to tax dollars. They're going to tax cigarettes more. They're going to tax uh, medical marijuana. They're taxing everything to build these stadiums. So in Canada. I don't know if you guys know that's kind of a different kind of government. Uh, it's socialite government, I believe it's called. Uh-huh. And the socialites run the country, and, and they give a little money uh, whenever they want well, to they, whatever they want. Because they're socialites. Yeah. They They'll can, have like a ball or a big, well, I guess a big I, gala or something. Different. I don't know. I, you know, I don't, I don't understand how they determine it. I thought it was done at a state house, but, you know, it's Canada. Perhaps they've, they've jettisoned uh, the state house altogether. They're just doing it at parties now because I don't know how they spend the money. Oh, I know no. a lot of good comedy troops come out of there, but I also know they're funded. 
the they're funded. Show. Yes. The kids, the Probably young the kids doing the improv comedy, yeah, they yeah. don't have to get on a stage and try it out for two or three years. Sure. They're just funded. Money goes into their pockets. They pay the audience. Everybody's happy. That's how, that's how they how get their sea legs under them. But in any event, Thunder Bay got a bunch of socialite money from yeah, the Canadian yeah. government. And they built a stadium. They built a speed fishing stadium in Thunder Bay. How many and then, hold? boom, yeah. the international speed fishing competition, the, you know, the, the, the guys who run it, mm-hmm. a lot of Soviets, a lot of ex-Soviets involved. They said the hell with Canada. And they held it at Cheddar Falls, Wisconsin. Really? So they got this beautiful, beautiful speed fishing uh, arena uh, sitting up there in Thunder Bay empty. 2,500 seats. Empty. They can't run anything there. Well, I guess they could have, like, probably air supply. They could probably draw about 2,500 people. Now. Sure. That level of band, Molly Hatchet, could probably draw about that. So it's not enclosed. A big it's name. A problem. Oh. So they're, they're going to have to put some kind of a retractable roof on it. Uh-oh. Look up at the TV screen. I think there's a... Um, What's happening now to Psycho? Is there anybody out in the... I see the mountain lion he's running around, and I see the cops. They've called the uh, people from the uh, Department of Natural Resources out here in California. That is a crack team. Yeah. As you know, this is an outdoorsman state. Yeah. And uh, so, so they're there. They got a couple of nets. Looks like they got some kind of blowgun. Apparently, the, the, uh, the crack of a firearm will scare a mountain lion. And, uh, yeah, oh, and, you know, really? when they're in one of those enclosed little mini malls, those yeah. are scary enough. You know, there's a yeah, nail yeah. salon and then some kind of a uh, Middle Eastern uh, uh, kebab hut. Yeah, some kebab hut or, or one of the tobacco shops, even scarier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's always some uh, weird old lady who does the, uh, what do they call it when you have to sign something? Oh, the handwriting analysis? No, 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 not the handwriting the, analysis. The uh, but, but, well, notary? Thank you, I shouldn't have get to, Yeah, notary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that old lady. There's always a notary in one of those places, and those ladies are scary because they still chain smoke. Uh, but uh, no action yet, although they've, they've now shut down the mall. Uh, they've shut down the Forever 21 store. Boy, when that goes down, you know that's trouble because uh, kids are wandering in and out they of that store. The Forever 21. Yeah, I mean, kids you know, really you, you, have you tried the Forever 21? Throw on a shirt, it sure. feels 10 years younger. You just feel it. Yeah, and and they, they let you change. They let you go in the dressing room and try things I don't, on. Do they have dressing rooms there? Forever 21. Everybody looks pretty good. I think they just let you change. Right really? Out you can just change the, right yeah. there? Yeah. Well, that's the, uh, the Channel 10. Uh, uh, Continental Television Network, a helicopter. They're gonna the chopper. They're staying online. Uh, Dave Jargowski is uh, is captaining the chopper tonight, and they're going to stay there until there is a resolution. And we'll see if our buddy Psycho Killer can uh, get out of this whole mountain lion caught in downtown Santa now, Monica. Is he in? Is he trapped He's in, in his the dentist's, dentist's office? office. He's yeah. trapped in his dentist's uh, somehow office. Somehow the dentist got out. Oh. So he must know that. I don't know. I always suspect there's a back door to a lot of these places that they don't tell you the clients about because they want to make sure you pay before you get out. (laughs) Hey, tonight on the CT, Giancarlo. Johnny goes deep undercover to save the child of a white power biker. Oh, that should be a good episode. And on Heaven Sent, Angel helps a grandma find her daughter. Or is it? That's all tonight on the Continental Television Network. Hopefully we'll have some kind of a... Some kind of resolution to this thing. National Hockey League. Boy, the playoffs there, too, guys. Man, you could, you could cut the tension with a spork in here. Not a lot of hockey fans. Uh, it's just a <laughs> notch above uh, rabies shots for uh, people's excitement level. Although the New York Rangers, another Rangers. team from New York, still in it. And the New Jersey Devils, another team from out there somewhere, I'm told. Because uh, you never know the New Jersey teams. A lot of them don't play actually in New Jersey and New York. Those teams, they kind of farm them out. They seem to play in very unusual areas. They commute. 
Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. They take the 66 bus in from Manhattan. Boy, that adds a layer of tension that you do not need if you're going to be playing hockey that night. No. Because you're on a bus thinking to yourself, man, oh, man, am I going to make it? I don't believe it. They're stopping to pick up an old lady. I got a playoff game. Right, and there's commuters on the thing, and you got all your equipment, and then there's a guy with his laptop out, or he's looking at his iPad. And yeah, no wonder those guys are frisky when they hit the ice. Oh. Bam, forearm, yeah. right to the Adam's apple. And that, you know, in hockey, that's legal. That's about a 17-year felony if you're not on the ice. But, boy, that's just a two-minute penalty. Well, that's how uh, your co-host got out of that, those charges. Oh, yeah, that's right, psycho killer. Well, you know, I mean, well, psycho killer. He, he's claimed, got, he has several legal problems. But there's about one case where he claims he's wearing, he was wearing ice skates. And he's trying to prove that he was wearing ice skates and on the ice, so it was okay for him to punch out that fireman. Yeah, and I think it worked. Yeah? I, yeah, because it was yeah. a frozen, uh, they had a slat of ice, like they call in the Midwest. You freeze a street, you sure. freeze a, a pond. Sure. It's called a slab or a slat, depending mm-hmm. on where in the upper Midwest you're from. So they had a slab, slat of ice out in front of this firehouse, and they were, you know, raising money for the firemen because they're always doing that. Yeah. Let's be honest, getting a little tiresome. Yeah, I mean, no, they got right. a lot of money. The fire yeah. department. I mean, man, those trucks, those are not cheap. No, and they got a ton of them. You know, and I mean, they get laid all the time. So I don't know what they need the money for. But in any event, they were holding some sort of charity event, and uh, our, our friend, our buddy, our co-host here on the show, Chet Waterhouse and the Psycho Killer Sports Podcast, Psycho Killer, uh, just up and popped a guy. I don't, I don't even know if the guy deserved it, but you know, that's that's in Psycho Killer's blood. He's a very knowledgeable guy, very fun guy. But uh, he will just up and pop you sometimes. And, uh, you know, I, I saw him took out a, a, a capoeira guy. You aware no. of that? No. That's a martial art from, I believe, Belize. Oh, and he got rid of one of those guys. I uh, just took him out. Really? And the guy was doing spins. It's, on, it's online. Yeah. It's, it's on online. It yeah, it's on YouTube. It's, very it's on YouTube. Capoeira knockout. Look it up. You'll yeah, see. Google That's it. psycho killer. Just really? standing there waiting. Just yeah. a guy's doing all kinds of flips. His dreads are flying all over the place. Does three flips and psycho. Boom. Just popped him. One hit. Man, out. Then he took his wallet, which I thought was weird. I didn't know capoeira you would have your wallet on you. Like, I thought yeah. they were more like a ninja. Yeah. Where in a capoeira outfit do you keep your wallet? I don't know. And how did he find it? Maybe, you know what? Huh. I just put it together. Go ahead. It's inside his dreads. Man, oh. You tie it in like a hair extension. Yeah, yeah. That's why those guys always take 10 minutes to get on the freaking bus. Because they're digging in there and it smells. Yeah, they that's got the horrible. pads. You, you should wear the pads if you kept wearing Yeah, and wear it around your neck, about, for Pete's sake. That's you know, come on, be a professional. The yeah. world's a world of amateurs. Yeah, I don't want to tell people to do game. your job, but yeah. Make no mistake, the Rangers and the New Jersey Devils do not like each other. But they are playing hockey, you know. And a lot of people don't understand the game. And the L.A. Kings, we've got a team in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. The that's Los great. Angeles Kings. Are, are, are on the line. They look like they're going to beat the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Phoenix Coyotes uh, and get into the, uh, the battle for the Stanley Cup. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't know who follows the uh, Kings or the Coyotes. Got to be Canadians who are now working in show business. I think they had about 1,800 people out at the arena for one of the playoff games last week. I don't think they draw well. No. Were they, were they paid, like the comedy troops in Canada, these fans, or do you think oh, they went yeah. on their own? Oh, no. Everybody, once you're Canadian, Go ahead. you get a stipend for life. For everything it's you the do? the socialites. I don't know. You know, and I'm not saying that's a bad system. No. I'm saying perhaps we look at it here. Uh-huh. A lot of people thinking Obama's leaning that way, leaning, leaning socialitism. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like Obama. He smokes and he drinks and uh, he had a guy whacked. It's like <laughs> having Sinatra for president. <laughs> I don't see a problem with it. Uh, hockey, you know, a lot of people don't understand the rules on the ice. 
A lot of different rules. A lot of, a very tough game to follow. You know, and probably the most dangerous game. Because you can go to a game, you can decide, hey, I'm going to be a hockey fan. I'm going to go. I'm going to get next there. And then, sang puck to the head, you're dead. A lot, a lot of sports can't say that, you know. Yeah. Uh, you catch a soccer ball in the head, you're irritated. You might want to go out and get a beer, but uh, you're not dead. Yeah. You know, I think the only uh, sport more violent than that, a lot of people say uh, uh, boxing. You know, boxing is, is, is violent, but not for the fans. NASCAR, to me, most violent sport for the fans. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah, I've been at a boxing match, and I've never had a boxer's shoe fly off and hit me in the head. You know, I've never had that happen. And those tires fly around NASCAR races. Boy, they give them away. They're like mint candies at a restaurant. Boom. If you don't walk out with a half a tire at an NASCAR race, you're doing something wrong. You have bad seats. So, and yet, so what I'm saying is when, when you get on the, on the uh, ice uh, for a hockey game, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know. They see the official blow a whistle. They just figure, oh, some kind of contact or something like this. Not always contact. You can get, uh, you can get a violation. There's a lot of different hockey violations. Uh, they're all t- almost all two minutes. Then there's majors that are five minutes. But for two minutes, you can get, ring- you can get ringed up for a, for a bad breath. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a two-minute penalty in hockey. Uh-huh. Uh, a raised eyebrow, I've seen that. What about rolling eyes? Are they rolling still... eyes, definitely. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, you've got to be in a clinch. Right. You've got, you've got, and a lot of guys are smart now. These guys can, whew, you know, especially what they call the enforcers. They're not just there to pop a guy like Psycho Killer. Mm-hmm. Enforcer can grab a guy on his own team. He's about to roll his eyes. Whew, get him right out of the way of the ref. You don't even right. see the eye roll. Yeah, it's like watching Jimmy Kimmel. You don't even see the eye roll. <laughs> Boom. How many times has he eye rolled a guest on that show? Oh. And how many times has the guest seen it? Like 1%? Yeah. Nobody catches Jimmy Kimmel. He's top notch at the game. Are you still mad? at him for rolling his eyes at you the one no. time run? Look, my act, my style, I don't care if you're laughing at me, laughing with me, or just enjoying the sporting event. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Uh, as long as we've got sponsors, and of course we've got sponsors, Sweet Co's Penicillin Nut Bar, munch the pain away with Sweet Co. And of course, uh, the podcast partially brought to you by Cigarlix Flavored Smokes. If you're going to have bad breath, go all the way with Cigarlix. All right. Well, let's wrap up the uh, the NHL. Who the hell cares? Uh, let's get into let's get into the NFL draft because uh, that to me it was one of the more exciting. Did you follow the NFL draft at all? Uh, do you follow an NFL team? No. You know, I, I honestly thought that we were going to do a whole gardening segment. That's why I thought gardening. Was we could talk gardening. I've done the International Gardening Championships. A lot of people don't know that. It's no. at Madison Square Garden. It's like two weeks after the well, that dog makes thing. Sense. Yeah. After the American Kennel Club show, which, sure. you know, little higher brow. Gardening Championships. I'm telling you. People, you know, they outdrew the Knicks. Really? Yeah. There's about 12,000, 13,000 people seven days in a row. I was shocked. And I had to tone my thing. You know what I do here. Yeah. You know, you know you, here's my homer call. That baby's hit deep, deep, deep. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. Cubs lead 5-2. So I have a certain, uh, uh, you know, verve mm-hmm. to my calls. Had to tone it way down. Those gardening people cannot take a joke. No. No, I took it way down. What do you want to know about gardening? Because I'm there for you, Adam. Really? Before what? we get into the NFL draft, well, which I'm going to get into, no, let's get into the NFL. But uh, well, what, you know, if you're going to do a plant, if you're going to plant a tree, like in your in front of your home, you have a home, right? Have your own plant, and you're like, you know what? I need a tree here. What kind of tree would you suggest? I would suggest plant? a deciduous or an evergreen. Really? Here's here's why you you don't want a lot of trees that drop the leaves all the time. Man, oh man, oh man, people, have you ever tried to rake leaves twice a day? That is a big 
hard, rough task. It takes a lot of bags, a lot of bending over. Nobody has the back for it anymore. So what you need is like an evergreen, something like that, maybe a cedar, something where the it's, it's a pine needle type tree. Mm-hmm. Those don't fall. When they do fall, they stay under the tree. Cute little squirrels and gerbils and things get in there, and, and it's, it's a lesson for the neighborhood kids. You can get like a little petting zoo or something like that. But you don't have to rake those. You don't even blow those. You don't right. even get a, a leaf blower, which is a, a horrible invention. Leaf lower. Yes. Just burning through 16 gallons of fuel, trying to get a, a you know a gum wrapper off your front yard. <laughs> you know, and I don't understand how that trumped bending down and picking it up. But, uh, you know, strong uh, Hispanic influence now in the uh, landscaping business. And apparently they thrive on those things. I think they're high on the fumes, but uh, that's just me. So in any event, I would recommend some kind of evergreen, low maintenance. Yeah. Low maintenance, Adam. You look like a low maintenance guy. I am. There you go. That's a good call. Thank and you And does not uh, grow uh, generally higher than your house or your apartment complex. You can even pot them. I know a lot of kids nowadays, a lot of the kids in the uh, X generation and the uh-huh. post-emo uh, kids. Uh, that, whole new, the, that whole generation, you yeah. know, they all tend to live in apartments. So, you know, but you can still grow things. You can still have a lot of fun. I'll tell you, you know what? you got to go to the Gardening Channel and watch the International Gardening Championship. they got a whole, uh, what do they call the small thing? Samurai. Uh-huh. they got little trees. Little you samurai could do trees. that. Yeah. Oh, I could do that. Ah, the yeah. They're about four inches high. Sure. You can barbecue on a little uh, hibachi a, right underneath. Like a it mini makes you feel, you feel like you're in Vancouver. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> in a very small Vancouver. Yeah, well, you know. Or a very big state. I've never been to Vancouver. I don't actually know how large it is. NFL draft. Everybody knew where everybody was going up high. Robert Griffin going to the Redskins and us Andrew Luck kid going to Indianapolis and and uh, there's a couple of surprises. I liked Russell Wilson, Seattle picking him up out of the University of Wisconsin. I thought that was a bright pickup. A lot, a lot of people leave the NFL draft. To, I don't know if you know. NFL draft held at Radio City Music Hall. Man, this is a whole New York sh- themed show for you guys. I just, just cooked, I didn't even realize I cooked it up. And of course, for a psycho killer who you know uh, can no longer enter the uh, city limits of New York, but is from New York. Right, right. So whenever he has to visit relatives, they got to fly up to Albany or something like that. But New York, New York guy. Uh, and yet, you know, seven rounds of the draft, not one sighting of the Rockettes. How do you not? You, you, you would think. Yeah. Yeah. You, they, you, you know, you've worked at show business. You've produced. Heard, you've, seg- you've done everything. Yeah. What's one of the first lessons you learn? Use your environment, right? You ha- like you said before, stay in your lane. Exactly. What you're good at. Exactly. You got Do what you're good at. Right. And yeah. you got the Rockettes. And they're sta- you know, a lot of people don't know. They live there. That building is huge. They have a beautiful really? complex on the top of that, baby. Wow. Killer view of the East River. Unbelievable. Hot chicks. Man, if you could just get up there, get some kind of concession going. Hey, maybe an eyeliner concession. Sure. You know, get it up there on the on their Pantyhose. floor. Pantyhose. Pantyhose, sure. You could do that. Yeah, that's a, might be a little creepy for the gals, but I don't yeah, know. You just open a kiosk. I'm not saying you go door to door. Hey! Yeah, yeah. There you go. Kiosk. Yeah. That's like a that's like a, a cart, but it's got a roof on it. Yeah, kind of thing. A roof yeah, I got cart, a canvas thing. A lot more class. The kiosk you oh. could sell pantyhose out of kiosk. Not a cart though. But so the, anyway, the gals all around backstage and uh, just just walking around smoking during the NFL draft. Come Nobody on, ever out asked them out. Did you be like, come on? Yeah, I, 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 at least get eight of them out there. You know, yeah. hey, uh, with the thirteenth pick, Green Bay picks. Da 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 da. Sure. Come on, man. Yeah. A little bit of showbiz, but a lot of people leave the whole. They leave before the later rounds, which are not actually held. Uh, the ninth, tenth, and eleventh round of the NFL draft not held at Radio City. They're held at uh, uh, a Bennigan's around a corner. 
<laughs> Times Square. Nice Bennigan's, though. Nicest one I've ever been in. Uh-huh. A treat you right. Um, and, uh, but a lot, boy, I'm telling you, uh, Houston picked up this kid, uh, Tommy Jack Duquesne, who is a quarterback straight out of high school, out of, uh, out of, uh, uh, let me see, Fleetwood Mac High School, just outside of Houston. Oh, yeah. Came right out. Really? Tough kid. This kid's going to be, he can move both directions. Not the brightest kid, but, you know, uh, he, he's 17. Uh-huh. But you give him a chance, I think he's going to make it. Then there's the brothers, Ron Stavronopoulos and Scott Stavronopoulos, who, uh, who came out of uh, University of Pittsburgh State, which is in western Pennsylvania. Uh, but it's not actually near uh, Pittsburgh. It's about 120 miles from Pittsburgh. So I'm not sure how they got it. But those two guys, I'm telling you, man, oh, man, oh, man, like like a kid who thinks you're his real dad, they just keep coming at you. <laughs> Make no mistake. And then, of course, uh, I think the one of the bigger pickups, one of the nicer pickups was picking of the Packers. Uh, they picked up a place kicker, a Moamar Rafsanjani out of the University of Qatar. This guy's already 32 years old, got a bald spot. But this kid, man, and oddly enough, here's the surprise, uh, does not kick soccer style. No. No, kicks straight on. Just backs up, boom. He's got like a one-step thing. It's the quickest release I've ever seen. And University of Qatar, not known necessarily for their football team, but they play American football over in the desert. Uh, They got a whole uh, circuit with uh, American troops, uh, Form 1 team. Uh, Saudi Arabia has a team. And, of course, those guys, they jet to their games. Man, they got the money in Saudi Arabia. Got to have something to do with the oil. I'm no genius. You think? Yeah, I think it has something to do with the oil. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's one downside to the socialite countries because they they fund all of that. You they know, do. Yeah, they, they just pay for everything equally. That's what I heard. They they subsidize the oil. Subsidize everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything's subsidized up there, which is good for breakfast, but everything else a <laughs> little thin on. Uh, but this Robson Johnny kid, I think he's really really going to help Green Bay. Tight, tight kid. And, you know, a lot of people will badmouth you uh, if you come from an overseas university. You know, a lot of people shy away from, say, doctors who come. But I'm telling you, if you can get a school like uh, Mexico State, not New Mexico State, Mexico State, in Mexico, or University of Qatar, a place like this that can really focus. University of Qatar, tremendous animal husbandry program. (laughs) You know, they can focus. (laughs) They can pinpoint and focus things. Then you go there, you're way ahead of the game. You're nine yards ahead of the game compared to an American kid who who just went to, you know, Ohio State or something like yeah, that. Or Pace or something. Uh, yeah, Diamond to Pace. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Where's Pace? It's in New York. It's, it's like outside of New York. or Really? Yeah. Pace uh, College or Pace University? or it's I'm guessing college. they have a killer chess team. They have a really good chess team. And they have a great game guess. room, by the way. They're known for their video game room. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's like Well, man, uh, you know, now a lot of those kids... The government won't tell you. Mm-hmm. See, in Canada, they got to tell you because everything's open. You can just walk into the government. Boom, there's a cabinet. You find out the secrets. Here, not so much. They, they black mark it. everything. You ever seen, you ever seen something in front oh, of Congress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black marks. They, yeah, yeah they, we got a guy, a black mark department. They just black mark stuff they don't want you to hear. There's one guy who does it. Yeah, just one. Well, I don't know how big the department is. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's kept secret because it looks like it's one guy, but boom, he black marked how many guys are in the department. <laughs> you don't know. Number. You just don't know. I'm telling you, you don't know. Redacted hey, word. Uh, speaking of government, uh, a portion of this broadcast brought to you by Carl Rove Pots and Pants. <laughs> Nothing sticks to Carl Rove. And, of course, Humidiheater. Fuck dry heat with Humidiheater. 
That one's a little spicy for the kids, but I think we're pretty much after hours. So in any event, um, a lot of fun pickups late in the draft. Uh, Dick Nixon was picked up by a St. Louis Cardinals. And uh, uh, Aramis Montoya and Paolo St. Pedro, a pair of running backs, oddly enough, uh, from the University of Wisconsin. I don't know how they got those guys up there. Some sort of immigration uh, trade-off. Oh, you know what it was? One of those programs where, uh, what do they call Exchange program. That's uh-huh. right. I think Wisconsin sent a couple of dairy farmers over there. They got these kids. Hell of, hell of a pair of linebackers. Tore up the Big Ten. Kirby Stutzen, Vitranial Coffee. There's some big pick- pickups. Here. Tiki Tuyanamasasopu out of the islands. Uh, picked up by San Francisco uh, uh, 49ers at, uh, at running back. And uh, this kid goes 230. He's 5'7". A little low, but low center of gravity. Can't flip him over. I'm telling you. So uh, a lot of good picks late in the draft. Uh, so, hey, what? oh, wait a second. Have we talked the Olympics yet? Now, you guys are international travelers, correct? I'm correct in assuming you guys. Are. Have you been to London? I've been to London. What have you done in London? I was actually, uh, I'm from there. I was born there. Get out of here. Yeah. Really? I lived there for a few years and came out Because I don't see that kind of uh, a joie de vivre, savoir <laughs> faire coming off of you. Most of the guys I know from London, although, you know, uh, anywhere they host the Olympics, I don't know if you're aware of this, Zach. Uh, the country that hosts the Olympics gets to insert a sport of their own into the Olympics. It's called the host country sport. Uh-huh. And uh, England, London, has chosen grumbling as their sport. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I don't know if you've been to a grumbling tournament in no, London. No, I haven't been to Oh, it's unbelievable. It's what crazy. is it like? They cannot figure out a way yet to uh, expand it to a, a large live audience. Because, you know, you kind of got to be about this distance, mm-hmm. two, maybe three feet or you miss the grumbling. So the most they can haul in is about 20, 25 people into a pub for a good grumbling competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh, I'm telling you, I got ringside seats once. They're amazing. These guys have an assortment. And it's like ice skating in a sense. They have compulsory figures. All the grumblers. They got to do a quiet grumble, loud grumble. They have grumbles that have certain meanings. They, they have, like, marriage grumbles uh-huh. that, you know, they have I'm doubting you grumble. You know, they, they convey oh, yeah, the all sh- of this. I can't do it justice. But say I was angry at you, right. but I didn't want to show it, and I wanted to say you were wrong. My grumble would be, like that, right, something right. like that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They mean different things. Even the same grumble can mean something different with the right inflection on it. These like guys the waiter grumble, like a, where the customer annoys them, and they don't know the right wine, and he doesn't want to show them the wrongs. He's like, yeah. What would you go? How would you do that? The, the waiter wine grumble? Yeah, the waiter wine grumble. Oh, really white wine with fish, all right. Not bad. Yeah, Not good. bad. Yeah. I like that. See, you are from England. Yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. your blood. Yeah, yeah. It's this is in your I blood. Can't avoid it. Grumbling is in your blood. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, and then, of course, I'm looking forward to the Kenyan sweeping. Uh, every single uh, distance event. I don't know if you, I don't know what. Uh, we should just give them the award. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand what is wrong with distance runners from other countries, but. Uh, uh, they always uh, seem to, they never catch the Kenyans. And uh, <laughs> what's doubly irritating to me, nothing against the Kenyans, fantastic country for those people of you who have visited Kenya. I don't have the balls to do that, but I'm sure you do. In any event, they seem like lovely people. But, you know, uh, they irritate me because they don't just win the race. 
I think they rub it in a little bit because they <laughs> smile through the entire. You ever seen the Kenyans? They smile through the entire race. They literally are. They're taking pictures of tourists. Mm-hmm. You know, they're grabbing water. They're mixing it with alcohol. They're doing. You know, they're they're hustling. Oh, the cups of water has alcohol. Yeah. Oh yeah. They oh. will mix a. They they will actually pull a lemon off a tree, really? peel it, and squeeze it right into the water. That's how much time they have. They're miles ahead of everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could tell a joke. They could literally look over and go, "Hey, knock knock. Who's there? Kenya. Kenya. Who? Can you catch me?" white boys they could do that they could stop they could set it. it up they can go through the whole thing tell a joke laugh and then keep going yes it's yes joke. absolutely and you know the only other guy i've ever seen do that is jeff ross yeah he'll he'll stop down for a crowd at a bus stop oh yeah that kid loves comedy yeah you gotta love jeffrey ross yeah, yeah are they the same guy jeffrey and jeff ross and they're they're the same the same. Guy. i don't know if he knows which I know he knows humor, and we're both kissing his ass, but I don't think he knows which first name to go with. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what do you think? As a professional announcer, would you go with the Jeffrey Ross you know or what? the Jeff Ross? Here's, here's, what I, here's my advice to Jeff Ross. Go with Jeffrey. Because that's like a hook in your head. You go, hi, Jeffrey. Oh, I get it. He's formal. Probably yeah. going to come out in a tux. Right. Jeffrey. So you remember that. Uh-huh. Then he comes out, you know, and he's just it's... in an I'm with stupid t-shirt or something yeah. like that. <laughs> but it fits his act. Right, right, right. But you remember Jeffrey. That's the whole thing. Hey, uh, uh, speaking of remember, it's time for uh, one of our last plugs here is, uh, is uh, I know we got a lot, of, a lot of singers listening to the, to the show. Uh, and why not? Uh, it's called the Drama Rock Instructional DVDs. Make every lyric the most important thing you've ever said with Drama Rock. Uh, pick those up. They're like 1995. Oh, yeah? I just go to dramarock.ziv, uh, I think it is. That's weird. Where's that? Yeah, Z-I-V. That's oh, a yeah. new thing. Oh, everything else is full. Oh. .org is full. .move is full. Right. .com. .com forget it. You yeah. got it. Yeah, you .com's it. like a waiting list. You're at seven years get a .com. Or... It's easier to get your kid in a private nursery school than get a .com. It might be. If I yeah. had kids, I would be sweating that stuff out, but I don't. So the biggest thing I have to deal with is, hey, what's the drink special at the Bombay Bicycle Club? Look over there. My goodness. <laughs> hey, it's Dave Jargoski in the uh, Channel 10 Continental Television helicopter. And, oh, brother, looks like, looks like, ooh, ooh. Oh. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, it's resolved itself. Wow. Right in front of our eyes. The cops have uh, taken a break, which is not unusual here in Los Angeles. <laughs> and the DNR people are still hanging in, but they've, they've, uh, they've, they've increased their perimeter. Looks like they're about 1,000 yards away from the building. Uh, but uh, this is an amazing, crazy conclusion. I'm seeing the door. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. That is the door to the dental... Uh-oh. Oh, Here comes Psycho Killer. I, I just saw him toss the mask away. Uh-huh. He must be hiring a kite, man. Wow. He, yeah, oh, brother. Oh, look. He charged... He's charging the mountain... What? He just took the mountain lion down. He just, he's, he's on top of the mountain lion. Psycho Killer just strangled the mountain lion. He is, he is tapping the floor like he's tapping he's him out. Done. He's done. He tapped him out. Wow. Mountain lion went... Mountain lion tried to reach. No yeah. other mountain lions around. No. Couldn't tap anybody no. in. It's over, folks, in Santa Monica. Wow. Hey, safe travels on the 10 now. Oh, you get to PCH God. a lot easier. Everybody just break it up. Uh, listen, I've had a blast. I'd like to thank my guest, Adam Spiegelman. I'd like to thank Psycho Killer for getting out of his uh, out of his jam there. Psycho Killer, buddy, our thoughts are with you. We're going to see you shortly. Uh, hopefully that blood will heal up. They'll be able to get a wrap on that. Maybe somebody can run in there, tourniquet that. He probably knows how to do that from his hockey day. Of course, our technician and my stepman, Zach. Thank all you guys. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.
Thanks for listening to Proudly Resents. Make a comment or suggest a film at reachadam at mac.com. Join us on Facebook or be old school and go to our website, proudlyresents.com. If you like the show, put the episode up on your Twitter, Facebook, stumble upon, dig, you know, all those things. Tell a friend, I'm Eddie Pepitone, and my Twitter account is at Eddie Pepitone. Adam Spiegelman. Prowlersense.com. Today's show is unique because we are stealing the theme song and the format from Podcrash, Chris Gore's great show where he goes on other shows as a guest and then plays it on his show. I was a guest on Chet and the Psycho Killer sports show, a.k.a. the very funny Jeff Cesario and Adam Felber. Check it out. Uh, Jeff, it's hilarious. I hope you enjoy it. Prowlersense.com. Oh, my God, my accountant from work just rode by my car on a scooter. What a weirdo. And I'm doing a podcast from my car, so who's strange? But he's a fucking accountant. That is weird. You want to ride? No, that was you. No, I didn't, I, didn't want to take, I didn't want to take my car from the lot, so I just uh, rode no. my scooter instead. All right. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Are you, you're, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. All right.